Do you uh, do you want to do a cold open or do you want to do a regular open? Mm. Well, I'm fine either way. Right? I mean, it doesn't really matter at this point. I mean, we we succeed at both. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel like we're uh, we're pretty good at both. Yeah, yeah. We'll just go. We'll just stick with the cold open since I'm already talking during the uh, during the uh, recording. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. Now, as we uh, discussed before we got onto the show, um, I really don't have much to talk about. And it's weird because we haven't really recorded uh, like a normal show in like a month. Yeah. Well, it's been, it's been, uh, I don't want to say it's been a whole hum month since we did C2E2 like a week and a half ago. Yeah. Uh, as we record, but, uh, yeah, I just feel like not a lot has happened in, in August so far. Yeah, no, and I agree with that. Like, cause I definitely want to talk about C2E2. Uh, mostly my, uh, my issues with C2E2. Uh, a lot of cool things. We, we did do a lot of cool things out of C2E2, so we'll definitely talk about the positives. But boy, do the negatives outweigh the positives. Holy hell. Um, I didn't realize about a couple episodes ago, I, I titled a show called The Black and White Burps. The Black and White Burps. I, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that show about? I was like, oh, that's right, because we did the solo challenge. I also accused the gray area of stealing our ideas. Oh, all right. I was trying to yeah. figure out where the black and white came from, but I, I knew the, yeah. I figured the burps had to do with the soda challenge. It definitely did. You know what I want to do? I want to bring a guest on. I'll yeah. do that. I want, I want to bring an impromptu guest on. Right now? Sure. Yeah, fuck yeah. Cool, let's do that. Give me a second. What do you got? What's, uh... Oh, we'll find out. Okay. Let's see Tell me if you can hear this. Yeah, so far. Excellent. Let's see if they answer. I'm, I'm, it's gonna, I'm not gonna lie, like, my, my self-esteem will diminish if they F you button me. Oh, yeah, no, no, I don't want to, no, 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 don't give the, yeah, see, I don't want to get that number out there. Please record your message. But excellent, no, I didn't even notice, yeah. Hang up, or press one for more Hey, Doug. This is uh, Travis T. here. Uh, I was trying to call you to get you onto the podcast as we record because it kind of be nice to hear the voice of the man who gives me a shit ton of money to do very little. And uh, <laughs> I'll give you an opportunity to kind of talk, uh, talk on the air real quick. But uh, since you didn't answer and you uh, decided to shove me through the voicemail instead, um, well, now you hurt my feelings. So I just want you to know that. And, uh, and I'm going to hang up on you now because I got nothing else. Now you know, fuck it. I'm going to leave a long-ass voicemail. <laughs> it doesn't really matter at this point. Uh, I, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave it on at least through, uh, until I get through the plug. <clears throat> you know what, Joe? What's that? As I sit here, I wonder to myself, like, you know what? I don't have a lot of reading material here in my house. I have a few mm. books, obviously, but those books don't got pictures in them. And I think to myself, like, why the fuck do I own a book that don't have pictures in it? I know who I am. I need pictures. I need yeah. I need the animation uh, there with the words. So I'm saying to myself, like, you know, I should get more comics. I'm not quite sure where I should get comics, and then it fucking hit me. CarterComics.com. Ooh. Sounds right? like a good answer. 
Right? I mean, comics is right there in the title. It's a no-brainer that they got to be the best place to go to get all my comic needs. I would they think. Do they have, like, a, like a website you could go to? Well, Joe. You are satisfied with your message. Press 1 to listen to your message. Press 2 to erase and re-record. Mm. Press 3 to continue recording where you left off. <laughs> Press 4. Press 4. At so there's a minute. Please continue recording. As I was saying before, I was really interrupted by uh, Doug's voicemail. Uh, yeah, you know what? CarterComics.com is actually uh, the name of Carter Comics. No uh, they got the, yeah, it's, it's an amazing uh, concept. People are like, oh, geez, what is Carter Comics' website? What's CarterComics.com? Huh. And, and of course, and, I, and you've been to my house. You know I don't, I don't decorate. I don't got a lot of things hanging up on walls. Right. I don't. And I always wanted to change that. I mean, I got this office. I need to, you know, go ahead and put more things up onto the walls. Like, you know, more more like, you know, hobby-esque kind of things. Obviously, I had the old office where I had a, a bunch of pinups of Oh My Sophie and Super Casey and Siren Ray and Kitsukami, you know. And, you know, now that I switched over to the office, I took them all down. But now I got bare walls. And I was like, well, I got to put something up there. And it dawned on me that not only could I buy comics to read from cartercomics.com but i i could also buy graded comics that i can oh, display yeah. on cartercomics.com and not not those those you know those 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 pansy ass fucking 2.4 i'm talking about like 9.8 joe like they got wow. 9.8 that's incredible i think it's just about the highest rating you can get right it's it's, it's got to be one of the most common of the highest ratings like i have yet to see a 10 yeah, I've never even heard of it. Right, and I think like it, you know, I'm gonna hang up on Doug. Doug, this is all. Uh, don't forget to send me my check. Okay. <laughs> so, um, it, it's one of those things where, you, like, when I realize, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know in your in your in your career of being, uh, you know, being employed, uh, your life of being employed at different places. I don't know. Did they ever do like performance reviews and evaluations and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay, so I, I, I worked for a company at one point where they did annual reviews. And I got to a point where I was the guy giving out the annual reviews. And it was all based on one through five. Everything was one through five with an overall average rating. But I was told, listen, no one gets a five. Nobody gets a five. Five is perfect. Nobody's perfect. I'm like, that's the attitude you want. Right. Whatever. So no one ever gets fives. 4.8s, 4.9s, 4.7s. Hey, that's good. It's close enough. Sure. But there's always room for improvement, apparently. And that's what I feel like when it comes to graded comics. Like, no comic is 100% perfect. Right. So a 9.8 is probably the closest you're going to fucking get. Minus a 9.9, which, again, I don't see many of those. I've never seen a 9.9. No. Never even Bacar heard of it. BacarterComics.com has an abundance of 9.8s. And they're all available right there on the website at cartercomics.com. And not even just the website itself. Because, you know, there's a lot of people like, well, geez, Travis, do you mean, like, why would I want to just go ahead and buy one outright when I can, you know, battle for one through eBay? Well, cartercomics.com has four different eBay accounts that you could go to and bid on comics. Or, even better yet, you could buy them out right there if you want. Instead of you going to the website, you can just buy them out right on eBay if you're an eBay guy or girl. Uh, or, you can offer them. You know, hey, listen, I want to buy this comic, but this one I want to offer you. And you know what? As long as you're not a low baller piece of shit, you know, they'll probably make a deal with you. Because they're in the business to sell comics. I think I said this on my last podcast. If they sell comics, 
then they're happy because that's what the whole idea of Carter Comics is, is to sell comics. So they want to sell you guys these comics. And I know you're thinking, like, oh, geez, but I mean, like, you know, what about costs and everything? I mean, 9.8's got to be pretty expensive. And you know what? For a quality book, you're going to have to spend some money. But Carter Comics is helping you out with an amazing discount code. And we're going to talk about that, too. Promo codes and discount codes. Don't don't forget that. Oh, yeah, um, we got to remember that. You got to remember that. An amazing discount code of using of Freaknet. Freaknet is the discount code. F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. This discount code will give you 10% off your entire order of CarterComics.com. Now, I don't want to speak out of turn, but if, if, if I get this right, if I get it wrong, Dougie will correct me, and I'll fix it on the next episode. But obviously on, on their website, you go to CarterComics.com. You fill up your cart with all their amazing comics. Use the promo code FREAKNET. It's right there in the promo code box. Boom, 10% savings, no problem. But people are wondering, like, well, what if you use it on, you know, eBay? You know, eBay doesn't really have promo codes and stuff like that for, like, a designated person. So how do I get my discount on eBay? Um, I think if you buy the comic books outright on eBay, so, like, the buy now ones, the negotiation ones, or not, I don't really know how it works for the uh, bidding because the bidding is a little bit different because you're, pay, you're, you're bidding on what you want to pay for. But I think the buy it nows. I think if you comment in the shipping section of uh, Freaknet, I think they'll, they could uh, prorate and drop the price down 10% on their end. So, uh, wow. Uh, I, I, I'm believing that's how, now Dougie could correct me. And if he doesn't listen to the show, well, then fuck him because, uh, I'm telling people they could do it. And if this starts popping up, there we go. Um, but you're going to get 10% off your order. And if you guys buy a thousand dollars worth of CarterComics.com, boom, $900 right there. You save yourself a hundred dollars to buy an additional 9.8 comic book. Uh, we don't have a comic pick of the week, uh, going on right now. Um, Dr. Doug is going through, uh, you know, some old people shit. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. He's been buying a lot of prune juice. Mm. Yeah. So literally, do it that way you will. Literally old people shit. Literally old people shit. And really, really you know, just, it depends on what's going on is how he's feeling. <laughs> was that a, was that another intentional pun? It was. Like, it was. It was one hundred percent a pun. One hundred percent a pun. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So we don't have a pick of the week, but we're going to. And I think what I want to try to do on our end, and obviously Joey, I would need your help with this because because uh, <clears throat> um, we're a team. Uh, when we start doing uh more uh comic picks of the weeks, I think we're going to share them on our Facebook page weekly as well. Oh, dope. So, people, so people have a direct link to it. Uh, so we'll work on doing that together uh, as a team here. Uh, because believe it or not, you guys don't know, Freaknet Studios is actually growing pretty well. We actually added a a new co-host to JFW um, uh, over the last couple of weeks, uh, Turtle. Uh, for those of you in the local area who watch pro wrestling, Turtle, the referee, he is now part of uh, Just Freaking Wrestling. Dizzle J is no longer here. Uh, he, uh, he packed up his uh, bags and went home. So, uh, so that's a thing. Bummer. Yeah, yeah it sucks. Yeah, yeah, his loss. Because uh, once we start making Buku fucking dollars, and we're starting like, hey, you know what? Now Freaknet Studio is our job. Uh, he won't be there. Right. Yeah, he got off the ride. He should have taken the fucking mm-hmm. train to the end of the line, but no, he got off. That was on yep. him. So now he's not going to be here for the for the crazy ride run because we're going to grow. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for that. I mean, we, we just got, you know, we, we mentioned it, uh, actually you did, uh, Cartoon Joe, uh, self, self hosting a show, uh, our last episode. You know, explain to everyone how we went out and did the Indiana, um, uh, vlogs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So those, those are coming to Freaknet Studios soon. So I'm excited for those to be coming out. That's how I feel we're going to grow into a bigger and more, uh, well-known, uh, network and, uh, podcasting group. I, I have I have a strong faith in it because uh because we're good people and we deserve good things. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm also done with my uh, Carter comic plug. I think I got everything out. So oh, I, gotcha. I, I don't want to. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna segue back. I don't need to because I I got everything out that I think I needed. Yeah, I think uh, it was all there. Yeah, yeah. Not, you know, it, I, th- I think everything flowed pretty well. It flowed well. It, it everything came out as it should. Unlike, uh, Dr. Doug's bowels, but, uh, um, at least something Carter related is going well. Yeah. 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 I know he's going to read this and everything. He's going to listen to this show and get all red and flushed. Unlike his poops. (laughs) God, I hope his poops aren't red, but I do hope they're flushed. Yeah. It'd be better if they're flushed. Yeah. No, if he starts pooing red, he should definitely, uh, you know, oh, maybe, in Toronto just yeah, figure something out because yeah, if you're getting towards the end of the line, you should probably write me a couple more checks, you know, in advance. <laughs> Add me to the insurance policy. Oh, <laughs> uh, oof. Yeah. Gosh. Speaking of insurance policies, it's a really bad segue. No, but no, you, you got own it. You know, own the segue, bro. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to figure out how to get there. Speaking you, of insurance you, policies, <laughs> um, you can learn about them, maybe, probably, by checking out Audible's massive catalog of audiobooks, which may or may not include books on insurance policies. And you can do that over at audibletrial.com slash freaknet. A great way to support the show, a uh, great way to get a free 30-day trial of Audible. Uh, you can listen to millions of titles, and with your sign-up, with your trial sign-up, you get a free credit towards your first audiobook purchase, which means that if that book exists, you can learn about insurance policies for free. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com and sign up today. I'm not going to lie, Joe. I thought you were going to go like the, uh, the, the car insurance route. Like if you want to prevent your insurance from going up because you're you're because of an accident from reading a book, Audible mm. can now see that would have made sense. That would have made sense. Yeah. I was no, busy I like thinking that. about life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, fun fact, Joe. Uh, I just went on to Audible.com and I googled life insurance, and let me tell you, Money, Wealth, and Life Insurance, a book by Jake Thompson, is currently available on Audible. Oh, nice. Live Your Life Insurance by Kim D.H. Butler is available on Audible. How to Sell Life Insurance, the Life Insurance Selling Techniques, Tips, and Strategies by Michael Bonilla is also available. Uh, Questions and Answers on Life Insurance, Life Insurance Sales Success Formula, Busting the Life Insurance Lies, How to Sell Index Universal Life Insurance. There's so there's many. The Uncapped is Agent. So many. Nice. So Joe is correct. Well, with millions of titles, I felt like I was bound to be. Yeah. So. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. It's fun to find out. 
right? The more you know. Because now just power. G.I. Joe. Okay. Uh, so we're definitely going to talk about C2E2. Uh, we're going to talk about the, uh, the ebbs and flows, uh, the ups and downs, the highs and lows, the, uh, positives and negatives, the plus and minuses, the pros and cons, the, uh, the heaven and hells, if you will. Yeah. I would. But, but before we do any of that, we got to do something we haven't done in quite some time. And we need to discuss bringing some things freaking back. Yeah. Because it's been far too long since we, uh, gave people the idea of bringing things back. Um, and I'm willing to go first, uh, because, uh, well, because I can. Yeah, that's fair. Excellent. Sounds good. <clears throat> now this one, uh, this one's uh, a pretty recent one within the last year or so. Um, and, uh, it's one of the things where it's more of a nostalgic taste because of Lil Debbie Cakes. Okay, this is going to be a Lil Debbie one. All right, all right, um, all right. But Lil Debbie, you know, you might, you know the, uh, the, the Swiss rolls, the Lil Debbie Swiss rolls. Oh, yeah. Which are, which are delicious. But they used to have a Boston cream roll. Did they really? They used to, yeah. And I'm a huge fan of Boston cream. If I ever go to Dunkin' and I get a donut, seven times out of ten, it's a Boston cream. Uh, the other three times could be a jelly donut. Uh, ooh, you know what? Uh, the chocolate, the frosted chocolate ones are also delicious. But the Boston cream are usually my go-to ultimate favorite because I love Boston cream. Boston cream pie is not on my top five list of pies. But anything Boston cream related is right there. There's actually a, um, uh, you know the uh, the uh, I think it's Little W uh, Little W oatmeal pies. Mm-hmm. They have a Boston cream version of it. Really? Which is, also, which is also delicious. But the Boston cream rolls were the absolute best for me. I love I love I take Little W's over Hostess any fucking day. Oh, same. I, like, I think they're phenomenal, and they have so many different varieties that are out there. I mean, not only current, but a lot of discontinued ones, which, you know, we may mow through those one day. Uh, they may pop up, because we've still got quite a few more episodes to go through of bringing freaking back that they may, you know, make an appearance. But the, uh, the Little Dubby's, uh, Boston cream rolls were phenomenal. I, th- I thought they were really delicious, uh, but apparently not a lot of people felt the way because, they got discontinued for a reason, and fucking zebra cakes are still a goddamn thing, and all it is is a yeah. fucking cake. Mm. Not a fan of zebra cakes myself. No, but here's the thing, though, Joe. And again, I think it's a nostalgia thing. I don't give a fuck about zebra cakes, but I will destroy a box of those uh, Christmas tree cakes. Oh, yeah, same. Even though they're the same damn thing. Yeah, but you know, it's Christmas nostalgia, yeah, right? Right. I mean, the, the 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 candy and pastry industry, like they got it right when they did like their. I mean, I mean, how many years have you gone by without eating a pumpkin shaped Reese's Pieces peanut butter cup? Uh, uh never. I don't think I've ever gone a year. Right. Without. Right. And then all of a sudden, Christmas rolls around, and boom! Now they look like Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what they need to do though? I think Reese's and. Yeah. I think Reese's need to, like, you know, dive into more uh, holiday-themed-shaped Reese's, like like a turkey for Thanksgiving. Uh, they could do a, a waving flag for Fourth of July, uh, a, a pot of gold for St. Patrick's Day. Do they do Easter? Is it just an egg, right? It's just the Reese's egg? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's a Reese's or, egg. Why not a bunny? I don't know. Right? Maybe the egg is just cheaper, easier to make. I can believe that. But, I mean, they, I mean, they, they have an opportunity here to really fucking grow and do, like, mm-hmm. a lot more different things. But, yes, uh, overall, uh, Little Debbie's, the Boston Cream Rolls, phenomenal. They were delicious. I'm sad to see them go. But I do still have the Dunkin' Boston Cream Donut. So it's not a total loss, but I would love just to have those back, you know, because maybe one day I'd like to, you know, go to a store, go to the Little Debbie section, and be like, oh, my God, they're back, and just be happy again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Joe? What do you think about? What do you think it's time to bring your figure back? Yeah. So my thing, uh, I admit, may not be totally gone yet. Uh, there was a lot of outcry when it was discontinued about a week and a half ago, and that is my favorite frozen treat, the Choco Taco. That's right, Taco Bell, but I took them away again. Yeah, I don't think we're talking about it. whoever whoever makes Klondike bars. It's the same same company that makes Klondike bars, but uh, mm. well, I know I know certain Taco Bells were selling them. I thought oh, Taco really? Bell was yeah, I thought Taco Bell was getting rid of them, but maybe it's the dist- uh, the uh, distributor of the Taco Taco. Maybe that's why Taco Bell is no longer doing it. It's not on Taco Bell, but it's on the distributor. That makes yeah, more maybe. sense. Okay, now okay, now I'm on board because uh, yeah, because I know because there wasn't a Taco Bell near me. I don't think there was any Taco Bells in Illinois doing it, but I know there were Taco Bells offering up. Choco Tacos as like a treat and stuff at their stores. I think oh, it was more. I think it was like Taco Bell. I think it was more. I've only ever bought it at a uh, a camp store or a gas station myself. Which like to me that's like that's why they're not selling. You're selling them at places where people don't mm-hmm. really buy Choco. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, who's who's gonna who's who's really gonna choose a Choco Taco when there's all these other things there that are available? You're at a gas station. You have a choice between Ben and Jerry's or a Choco Taco. You're going to get Ben and Jerry's. Always. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't I'm know. Bored. I just, but, but I've always been a fan of the Choco Taco. I love how um, uh, it, it's got just such an interesting texture. It's got all the flavors I like. I mean, it's it's really just a, it's a drumstick, but it's in a taco shape, right? Yeah. Um, but that's what but makes it better. It. Yes. Agreed. And I've, I've always loved the Choco Taco. It has been my go-to ice cream snack. If it's available, mm-hmm. um, but you know it hasn't been available. Whenever I've looked for it lately, I've had to get either like a the Snickers ice cream bar or uh, a Klondike bar or something like that. I have not been able to get a Choco Taco in a really long time. And then these guys are like, "Oh, you, you can't buy them, but uh, we're going to discontinue them because nobody's buying them, even though we're not really selling them anymore." Um, I don't know. Bothers me. Bothers me. Bring it back. I'm on board with right. the bring it back movement. So, right, right. It's not quite dead yet, but (laughs) it's gonna be one of those bullshit things, like how Taco Bell did with the fucking pizza. You know, just take it, just just take it away, so people are on uproar about, then bring it back for a little bit and take it fucking away again. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but you can't take something away when you have every fucking ingredient to make a fucking uh, Taco Bell pizza. Like it's all right there, right? Yeah, when they're like, "Oh, we're out of we're out of the we're out of the ingredients," I'm like, "No, you're not. You're out of the boxes, and I don't need yeah. it in a box. Throw yeah. it in a bag. I don't care." Yeah. You think I'm all here I'm ask- I have self respect? <laughs> all I'm asking for you to do is to take a beef and bean burrito, open it up, and just squeeze the fucking toppings onto a tostada. 
That's right. Hand it out the window. Just hand it out the fucking window. Yeah, I don't even actually need a bag. I'm going to do... Yeah. No. I'll eat it right now anyway. Hand it out the fucking window. Those. If I get it down before I get home, it doesn't count. So, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Anything you eat in the car doesn't fucking count. If it doesn't... If it's not logged into the FitPal app, it's never really actually eaten. Right. Right. I've been starving myself for two weeks. Yeah, that's what I like to say to my doctor. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. But, Joe, how, how, did, how did you feel? Let's, let's, I want to start with you. How did you feel about C2E2? Yeah. So, was this your first, first C2E2? It was my first C2E2. Okay. Uh I have I have some things I liked about it. I have some things I disliked about it. Yeah. Thing I liked about it, uh, I love that you can just buy a beer inside there and walk around and drink it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was clutch. I one of my favorite things at Gen Con, just in terms of the way that we do it, is going and getting a beer. And in Indianapolis, as long as it's in the same container you bought it in, you can walk around and drink a beer downtown. But you can't bring it into the con. Um, you know, uh, and so being able to walk around the con and drink, it was great. Um, paying $13 for it was not great. Didn't, didn't like that, but you know, what are you going to do? You can't buy it anywhere else. Uh, walk around the con with it. So, um, and then my, that was, that was really, that was one of the big pros for me. Uh, the rest of it was like, ah, you know, it's a con. It's fine. I liked it. I like cons. I like the cosplays. It was fun. Uh, my big cons, though, is that um, I'm not a collector of things. And I think that you've got to be there to collect stuff to really uh-huh. get what you want to get out of C2E2. Yeah. And so I just uh, – I had a good time. I enjoyed walking around with you. The the churros were good. The licorice was good. The beers were fine. Um, but honestly, there was nothing I wanted. While I was there, which is like, uh, that's, that's a, uh, it's not top of the list for things that, you know, uh, if it was something to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. I felt like there was just not a lot to do unless you were there to buy something. And I, I wasn't there to buy anything. So I felt like there was nothing to do. Yeah. No. And it, it, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm in the same boat as you. Uh, and this was, this is my third time going to C2E2. And like every time I went, uh, oh, I'm sorry, am I boring you? Oh, no, I'm just tired. How dare you? I didn't know you could hear me yawn. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? It's like you mouth-hugged the fucking mic while you did it. Well, I got my... I'm wearing headphones, and the mics are in my ears, so Mm. I thought they were far enough away. No, no, like you yawned through your ear canal. Um, No. Um, My my thing is... Okay, so... uh, I guess I'll, I'll I'll begin from the start. My first drive out there on Friday was a fucking shitstorm even to begin with because of the closing of the one fucking garage. So that made it more fun. It took me 20 minutes just to park the goddamn fucking car. I hate driving in Chicago to begin with, and this was one of the biggest reasons why, because of this fucking shitstorm. Luckily, because I figured it out the first day, the next two days weren't that bad. Um, Obviously, finding parking on the second day was really fucking rough. Third day, no different than the second day. It was just because people were going more on the weekends than they were on Friday. So, um, 
I'm happy. I'm happy that we did it because we were doing it for car. We're doing it for us, but we're also doing it for Carter Comics that time. Right. Oh well, that sucks. Oh, what happened? Ah, oh, my uh, my uh, what the fuck is that thing called that you hang clothes on? Hanger. Yeah, but what do you hang the hanger on? I don't know the word for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bar. Uh, it's a. Uh, uh, I know it's like a. It's like a rod. Oh yeah, yeah. Curtain. Uh, closet rod. Yeah. Rod? yeah. Either way, that thing just fucking fell. Hey, when that happens. Yeah. Well, at least it wasn't a big bang. You probably wouldn't have heard on the uh, microphone if I didn't turn around. Like, well, that sucks. Anywho. Uh, I, f- I guess I'll fucking fix that one day. <sighs> Life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No ownership. I know, right? <laughs> well, I guess not the jigs, but I guess I'd rather have that fucking fall apart than my furnace. So yeah, amen uh, to that. So um, I'm happy we went because we did it for CarterComics.com as well as uh, for Freaknut Studios, this freaking show, just freaking wrestling, all that stuff. It was awesome to get out there, hand out cards and everything, and. God, we we almost made it through that entire fucking box. Like, almost got them all out. Uh, it was kind of cool to talk with some people and interact with a lot of people and shit like that. Um, but the one thing I'm trying to remember different from this time as compared to the last couple times was it seemed like there was a lot a lot less interactive stuff at C2E2 this time around. I don't know if that's a pandemic thing with how everything has been changed over the last couple of years that they're kind of keeping the like, repetitiveness of it. Um, they don't want, like, you know, the same, like, amount of people doing the same thing or whatever the fuck it is, which they did still do panels, which was awesome. Uh, I do remember more panels happening uh, in the years prior, and I wish they kind of did that. They did do a wrestling panel on Sunday, which was a lot of fun, and... Uh, to sit and talk with people about wrestling and shit like that. So that was really cool to do. But realistically, like, the the the, the concept of panels seemed to have really gone, like, at the wayside for C2E2. Now, Indie PopCon, I know they had, like, dozens of them daily, mm-hmm. uh, which was a lot of fun. Uh, and that's why I remember C2E2 doing. Uh, I think you I, – I can't remember the words you used to describe what C2E2 was like, but – like the way I said it, it was like it was just like an oversized fucking like farmers market or flea market of people just selling their shit. Yeah, a trade show. Trade show. Thank you. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, and as I, I don't I don't mean shit as like you know garbage. I just you know it was just their stuff. Uh, <clears throat> we found ourselves walking up and down uh, Artist Alley multiple times. Uh, we saw uh, um, what the was the Asian Popcon or what the fuck that area was called. <clears throat> Yes. Pop Asia. I can't remember. Something like that. Yeah. 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 I but I don't remember seeing it there Friday. And we, I think we figured out it wasn't there Friday. It was there on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and we walked around that. I mean, it was cool. I like, seen a lot of the artwork and, the, and the, the stuff that people put in. I bought that game that I'm really excited for us to play and try. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the fuck? Was, I don't remember what the hell it was called. Like ham. I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. ham. But. Yeah. But. It, if, if you're a huge comic collector or a Funko's collector, stuff like that, C2E2 is definitely, like Joe said, like if you're going there to buy some shit, it's the best place for you to go. Uh, for us being the type of guys who, you know, are on a budget in life, 
to sit there and mm-hmm. drop thousands of dollars on Funkos and comics and stuff like that. It's just not feasible. I think I told you like maybe twice or three times out there. Like this is where I would drop a shit ton of stupid money because we'd be decorating Freaknet Studios with this shit. Right. Like pictures and stuff we hang up on walls and stuff, you know, things like that. Like that like if I had the ridiculous amount of money to do something like that, yeah, C2E2 would be a great place to do it because not only will I be buying people's stuff, but it gives us a way to interview them and, and talk with them and stuff like that. That's one thing I wish we did. I wish we took took more time uh, selling the idea of interviewing uh, people. Um, but the biggest focus there was CarterComics.com. That was our priority for uh, for the weekend. Yep. And I think we did really good with that. Uh, we explained to everyone what Card Comics was. Uh, we explained to them the promo code and all that stuff. Um, so it, it was fun to, first of all, it was fun to spend a day with you. It was cool that we got yeah. to hang out. Even though we just spent a couple of days, like a, a couple of weeks earlier, like, you know, cruising through the entire state of Indiana. Yeah. Uh, still it's still fun. Better. Yeah. It's still fun to get out and do some shit. Uh, we probably, sh- we, we probably could have taken some more photos, but. You know, that's, that's why we need an intern to do the shit that we should be doing that we just don't want to do ourselves. Right. You know, like to drive us and, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> park the car. Think, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But C2E2 is pretty cool. Uh, except I just wish that parking wasn't such a fuck and, uh, they just did more panels. Uh, yeah. even, even cosplay seemed a little bit like, you know, like there was a lot of them, but it didn't seem as uh, artsy. Elaborate, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like there was... exception, I mean, there were a couple, but yeah, for the most part, I agree. A lot of people felt like it phoned phoned it in even more yeah. than I did with my Constantine slash uh, Castiel cosplay. <laughs> but you tried. That's the thing. That's what's cool about it. Um, but you know, it's just yeah, it's just like I mean, like I remember going and like everyone like has like these uh these very it's like the word you use extravagant these wonderful fucking costumes and almost nowadays it's just like and I think I had this conversation I think we had this conversation with Super Casey the first time she was on the show like I it seems like a lot of people like their form of cosplaying is just wearing as short of shorts as possible and their fucking shit just hanging out the front the best they can without being too graphic. Illegal. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there but, literally was a woman there who who uh, had a boob out with, like, a flower pasty, pasty. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, which I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not, like, opposed to or anything, but it's just, you know, there are, there are, I don't know. I, I feel weird about it because it's like, ah, it's just a boob. But on the other hand, I do know that some people are offended by that. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not really one of them. It's more of a like, um, it's 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 like a consent thing, right? Like I, I didn't mm-hmm. come here to see boobs. You yeah. know, like I'm not not that I'm opposed to seeing them, but it's just like I feel like I didn't I didn't sign up for it, and so it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, there. Well, see, and that's the thing too. Like I, I there's 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 always a line. Yeah, that you you really got to find yourself on what side you want to be on it now. Hey, good for the girl. If she wants to have the yeah. confidence to do something like that, if she wants to put enough trust in the adhesive that she used to keep her nipple from making an appearance at C2E2, good for you. 
But the yeah. thing is, the thing that she should probably remember, and I didn't, I didn't get to see the girl. I wish I did, uh, because I'm lonely and I'm into that kind of thing. Um, yeah, well, she was walking around with a spider Gwen all day. So, <laughs> God, spider Gwens. Oh, spider Gwens. But the thing is, it, C2E2 is a, it's a family thing. So yes. when you, when That's you create a, coming up to the lineup, yeah. but then I'm like, ah. Right? Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, like, it's like, it's like, like, what, what kind of person, like, do you want to be in this moment? Do you want to, do you want to be the person like, hey, listen, you know, follow your star, you know, wear your tit out fucking cosplay, or, hey, listen, you're kind of in a family environment, maybe cover up a little bit more. Because, I mean, you're not, what, what's the, um, oh, what the fuck is that word? Mmm. The morale police. Yeah, right. Right? It's like, I mean, obviously, it's, obviously it's, it's not our place to dictate what she does or who she cares about, you know, affecting what she does. But there's got to be some kind of like, hey, listen, like, you know, hey, it's awesome that you're doing it. But we're in a day and age now where a lot of things aren't as, like, tolerable anymore. Like, there's just, there's always so much that you have to be like, okay, maybe not have your tit out. Yeah. Well, at least, I don't know, it's it's like a weird, like, I don't know why it matters to me that it would be, like, what time to have it out at, but, like, maybe, maybe not before 3 o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. Right. You know, I don't, C- C- maybe, C- maybe C- only before 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I don't, right. I really don't know what my line is, right. but. C- C2E2 has the after after dark parties and shit like that. Right. Fucking, fucking go tits out there. Live your right. best life. Just, just, you know, just, you know, just be weary of fucking kids walking around and shit and. Yeah. You know, because I mean, like I, I said, I don't know what adhesive she fucking used, but she put a lot of fucking faith into it. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just I mean, like, cause, cause it was fucking hot in there. It was so hot in there. It was so fucking warm, and I'm sure, even with her fucking boob, you know, out in the fucking open, there's gotta be some fucking warmth to it, to where maybe that adhesive ain't gonna last forever. Right. Uh, I don't know if there's well, a backup yeah. underneath it, but yeah, you don't know, uh, and you can't, you can't. You shouldn't uh, ch- rotate your life around the the whims of strangers, but also at the same time, like I don't, I just don't trust people to keep the hand, their hands to themselves. And yeah, I just, well, and, I don't and know. Was, I've, I've reached I've reached uh, that age where I'm just like, ah, I don't really have a problem with what you're doing, and I hope you're having a great time. But also, I'm thinking about the creepy shit that creepy people might do, and I just I just want you to protect yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. I know, and listen, like, you know, like, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 33 year old guy, and I'm not gonna lie, I like boobs. Yeah. I'm a huge supporter of boobs. Yeah. Uh, huge fan of cleavage. I think if it's tasteful, I think it's perfect. But even I have, you know, kind of like, uh, your whole fucking boob is out. Right. Like, if, if, if you, if there's a point where you do a cartwheel, and your boob can fucking blacken your eye, it's probably not, you know, it's probably out too much. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's coming from me. And I'm a fucking weirdo. Right. But, but I also like boobs. Yeah. 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 And I feel, I don't know. I feel like we've talked about it too much already, but. Are you uncomfortable with us talking about boobs? No, I'm more uncomfortable, like, realizing that I wasn't super comfortable with her having her boob out. And I just, I don't know, I don't know why. I don't know what made me uncomfortable about it. Well, there's so many different things, Joe. Would you, would you like yeah. me to list them? No, that's okay. I feel like we already talked about them. 
<laughs> well, now, now, fuck it, now, now I'm kind of sunken into the boob conversation. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I get, I can tell you why I'm uncomfortable about it. Would that, would that yeah. help you out? Sure. Okay. So, now again, I didn't see the girl. So I can't make yeah. any further reference of how out it was, what, how, how much the pasty covered up her boob, whatever. Yeah. But it's, 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 the perfect example is what you said earlier is you, it's hard to trust other fucking people. Yeah. I'm more uncomfortable with some dude accidentally fucking rubbing up against her. Right. Because there's a lot of creepy fucking dudes on this world who I would have, I would not be fucking surprised if they fucking accidentally copped a feel. Accidentally, right. in fucking air quotes, copped a fucking feel. I, I think yeah. it's more of a, I think it was more of a safety for her than like a, a general, and I, it's more of a safety for her than a general respect for people's kids. Which granted, yes, you know, people's kids are probably, if it's covered up enough, you saw Joe, you probably, I mean, I it was how- it was probably fine. I mean, yeah, you know, there was, there was <clears throat> nothing. There was nothing you haven't seen on TV, yeah. frankly. Yeah. Well, I watched a lot of Bliss on Sunday nights on the Oxygen Channel, so <laughs> I've seen some shit. But yeah. it, it, it's just it's it's more of a it's more of a a nervousness for their own safety against other people than it is just her general just being there out in the fucking open. Like I, I have, yeah. I have no, I have no problem with people expressing themselves and whatever. Um, yeah. Like I, mean, I, I don't, I, I don't like telling people what they can and can't wear. I like, I don't, I just, I don't, I don't like doing that, you know. Yeah. But and so like, so like, wear it if you want to wear it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and I also don't want to be like, oh, it's your fault that there's consequences because I don't feel that way either. Because I, the person, the person who accidentally quote unquote crops a feel is a douchebag who, who, who needs to think about it before they do that, yeah. you know? Um, but I also feel like, you know, they wouldn't put up a sign that says cosplay is not consent if they weren't worried that people were going to just take that as consent. Well, and that, and that's, and that's the thing that, that worries me the most is that it, it's almost like a, don't stick your fucking hand in a moving fucking lawnmower. Right. Be careful. Coffee's hot. There are warnings and shit put up, because things have happened. Right. So I don't think it's a precaution thing. I think it's a caution thing for, listen, hey, look, we had to deal with this shit before. Because, I, I mean, I, I, I've seen enough fucking videos and heard enough fucking stories of fucking guys with their fucking uh, their, uh, their camera phones and shit taking inappropriate pictures of people at the wrong times and shit. And mm-hmm. it's, it's no fucking different. And that's... And, like, Let's say, let's say, let's say hypothetically some girl walked into C2E2 completely topless except for fucking paint over her fucking boobs. Right. That's all she came in as. I don't know if C2 would allow it. Let's just say it fucking happened. The only thing that would make me uncomfortable about that is knowing that there are fucking dudes who are taking pictures from afar because they're fucking weirdos. Yeah. And I don't think that some people would just stop it at that. Some people are like, hey, gotta get a picture with you, throw your arm over and grab a fucking tit. Because there are yeah. fucking creepy dudes out there like that. That's what it is, I think. I think it reminds me of, of a time I was in at Gen Con. Yeah. And we went to, um, there was like a special event at a local bar that was being put on by a, um, uh, a cosplay group where like their whole thing is like not safe for work cosplay. Mm-hmm. You know they they do like like 
you know, tasteful nudes and things uh, yeah. as, as part of their, their deal. And they were, they were, we, it was at this bar and there's like stripper poles and there's this and there's that. And like, that was all fine. Like that, whatever, you know, more power to you if that's what you're comfortable doing. But what killed me was the number of dudes who were just standing around groping themselves through their pants. And I'm just like, yeah. you're in public, man. Why are you doing that? Yeah, there was a, and I, you know, I, I give you, I give you a perfect example of a personal experience of mine. Yeah. That, uh, and you, okay, you've seen pictures of me with other people. Like, not yes. people I know, but like, so like when you took the picture of me out of C2E2, like oh, yeah, I was yeah. those group of wrestlers, but I stood off yeah. on the side and kind of like gave like a thumbs up or some shit. And, so, and that's like, that's my thing. You know, I don't, I don't throw arms over people and shit like that. It's just, it's just not my thing. And it's not a pandemic thing. It's kind of always been like that. Yeah. There was, there was one day, and, as I tell this story, let me begin by saying nothing bad fucking happened, but I did feel uncomfortable after a while. Okay, so me, uh, me, Derek, and Colin uh, went uh, went up to Milwaukee Brew, uh, went up to Milwaukee for like a guys' weekend a few years back. We were going to like Oktoberfest and Brewfest and shit and all like that. And there was this, uh, there's this restaurant up there called like the Safe House or some shit. It's like all these like spy gadgety, like walk through wall kind of like, kind of, uh, uh, finding clues restaurant. Really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, they have all these like signature drinks and like, I think there's like a, there's like about maybe five to seven signature drinks and they all came with their own different fucking glasses. And I was like, well, fuck that. I gotta get every single fucking drink because I want to get every single fucking cl- uh, glass. And I succeeded except for the uh, fishbowl uh, drink that I couldn't get because they didn't have the fucking fishbowl, which was probably the best because that was the biggest one and uh, I didn't need any more fucking booze. But uh, we had this cute waitress and everything, and I was taking pictures of the fucking uh, uh, restaurant and everything. I told Con Derek, like, let me get a picture with the fucking, uh, like, I want to get a picture with the waitress. You know, I asked her, like, can I get a picture with you, Bob? And she said, yeah, it's fine. Uh, so when we stood there, I, I kind of just stood there, but then she put her arm around my waist. And I was like, okay, fuck it. So I threw my arm over her shoulder and kind of pulled her in. Like, not like in and like, like, like embracing her, but just like arm over, like, you know, arm around the back, shoulder blade, shoulder, just like side by side. So I think the photos mm-hmm. on my Facebook, you can see it. Uh, it's on, it's in the, uh, Milwaukee, uh, album and stuff. Yeah. But. Like, I, and I didn't think much of it because you know, I was kind of buzzed. I'm like, okay, well, it's a cool fucking picture. It's a lot of fun, blah, blah. And then, but as I'm looking at it more and more, like, you know, like now, and this was like five, six years ago, whatever it was. As I'm looking at it now, it's just like, it's like, it's like me and this complete fucking stranger are way too fucking close. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, we're just, like, like, we're just too scrunched fucking together. And I remember, I mean, like, she put her arm around my waist before I even fucking touched her. I was fine just fucking just standing there doing the thumb thing. And I did with the statue of the Fonz a couple of pictures earlier, um, but it just like I just felt creeped out by me putting my arm around her the way I did, even though she initiated the mm-hmm. the, the the arm the arm wrap around fucking photo. Yeah. So if if me being a guy who accepted what was going on is creeped out by shit that. I I don't know where I was going with it, but you get my yeah. point. Like, am I am I am I, am I making any sense? Yeah. Like, why I'm yeah. with you're, it? Okay. You're, you're you're in a situation with this person where 
you know, ostensibly the the pictures is is consensual and, and what you're doing, everything is fine. But in in a situation like C2E2 where yeah. it's even it's in in some ways it's less intimate and more intimate because you you have all these extra people around, but also they kind of isolate you by having mm-hmm. so many people around. You know, people are going to try and get away with what they can get away with sometimes, and it's not yeah. cool. And you know, yeah, I, I I think I get what you're saying. It's it's, it's along yeah. those lines. Yeah. yeah. So, By the way, I'm looking yeah. at the picture. It seems fine. Right. I, I, you're saying, but it seems fine. Right. So, but at the end of the day, I just, it, just when I look at it, like I, I think I, thought, I looked through my fucking photos not too long ago and everything, and I I came past that one. I'm like, I'm like, I just I just feel like I don't know if I just feel gross about the picture because I'm fucking touching a complete stranger, and I just think, like, why the fuck would I even do that? Because I think, and again, this was like five, six, I don't know how long ago it was. Is there a yeah. date on that photo? Is it uh, like No, 20... but you're, the album says from 2015, so. Okay, so, so seven years ago. Like, I don't know in the last seven years, I was at fucking 20, I was 26 then. Um, that, you know, maybe I'm just like, I just fucking human contact just fucking bothers me. Like, I like talking to people. I just, I just, I don't see myself ever like really throwing my arms around somebody and taking a fucking photo. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's even, that's with most fucking cosplayers. Like, uh, like if I ever met fucking Sophie or Casey, Kitsukami, Nightmage, like if I ever met them to take pictures with them, I don't know if I'd ever fucking like, you know, go with like the arm wrapped around or anything like that. I'd just be like literally off the side doing a thumbs up. I mean, that was the whole joke about me putting my finger on fucking the Lincoln statue. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's just like, it, like the, the, I think the human contact thing with me with complete strangers isn't something that I'm comfortable with. And I think the idea of other people doing that fucking bothers me. Yeah. And it's just like, so when, pe- when people find themselves in situations where they're getting, like, they're, like, people are getting handsy with them, it, it's infuriating. It's infuriating just to fucking think about. It's just like, you know, you get these people who want to go out and enjoy themselves and have a good time and dress like their favorite fucking characters and stuff, and all of a sudden you get one creepy fucking dude, mm-hmm. you know, who asks to take a fucking picture, and they go fucking cheek to cheek with them, and it's just like, dude, like, back the fuck up. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, you know, it's, I I just, I don't know. It's It's a weird fuck, it's a weird fucking world we live in, and I don't know if it's all just me, but... I don't see the reason for people to really be fucking touching each other anymore. Yeah. Like, just, you know, like, like, I mean, a lot of people, like, I, I, a lot of people made a big deal about, uh, this wrestler, Mercedes or Sasha Banks, however you want to know her, about, uh, there's a lot of memes going out about when she did her photo shoots, there was like, like maybe like three or four feet of space in between the people she was taking the pictures with. Mm. And everyone kept giving her a big deal. Like, people are paying money to get their pictures taken with you. You should be closer together and shit. But when you look at all the other photos that are taken with WWE female wrestlers and the guys that are getting these fucking photos with them, I mean, they look like armed wrapped around prom pictures and like they're literally just, they're fucking bear hugging these fucking women mm. and shit. It's creepy. Yeah. It's so fucking creepy. And no matter what you fucking do, your eyes just scream. I have a fucking boner. Right. No matter what the fuck you do. It's it like if you ever look it up, look at uh I think it's called like uh uh let's see if I can fucking look it up real quick. Uh I don't know how this became our conversation, but I'm enjoying it. 
Well, C2E2 had a lot of wrestling push. They did. So many, so many nowadays. That's exciting. That's why I'm really excited to go to the uh, wrestling con in uh, Indianapolis. There's a wrestling con in Indianapolis? That's exciting. Yeah, it's called Squared Circle Expo. Nice. I'll have to see if I can find the photo, but I'll send it to you so you know what I mean. But it's just like, yeah, it's just like, it's just like these big, burly fucking dudes just wrapping their arms around these fucking little fucking female wrestlers. And you can just tell, like, they're trying to be nice to them because they're fans, but at the same time, they're like, why are you pressed up against me? Yeah. Like, take a step fucking back. Yeah. But. Yeah, maybe that's all it is. Maybe that's what it is. It's exactly what it is. There's the, uh, I don't know. The the idea of somebody not uh, not leaving them alone, no. just like leave them alone. It's fine, right? You want to get a photo with them? Stand far apart. Or you yeah. know what? Even better. Wait for them to initiate any kind of any kind of form of contact you're willing to fucking do. If they throw your, their arm around your waist, go ahead, throw it over a shoulder blade. But that's it. One fucking arm. You stand there like the fucking farmer and his wife in that old creepy ass photo with the pitchfork. Mm-hmm. Fronts facing forward. Yep. Don't need to turn in. It's not a prom picture. It's not a homecoming photo. You guys aren't getting fucking married. Front's facing forward. Yep. Give me that Christian side hug, as the right. old song yeah. says. Right. And guys, if you take photos with uh, a little bit of etiquette, which by the way, oh, fucking fun fact about etiquette. I went to get my fucking uh, cavity fixed this past weekend over at the dentist, and Oof. I explained. I explained to him. I was like, hey, let me ask you a question, because I talked about this on my podcast not too long ago <laughs> from my last show about fucking uh, about dentist etiquette and the dentist and the hygiene. Like, what do you mean by etiquette? I'm like, do you guys ever pay attention or notice, like, what patients are doing with their hands while you're working on them? If it's, like, cross over the stomach, on the pockets, armrests, what have you, or where their eyes are looking? And the dentist is like, well, the, you know, the, the magnifier that I use is, you know, it just has me focus on the teeth, but I never really noticed it. And the hygienist is like, I never noticed that either, but now I'm going to have to, you know, pay attention <laughs> no. to that. So I'm excited. I told him, because I told him, like, listen, I'm back in a couple of weeks for another appointment. You're going to have to give me an update on what people are doing with their fucking hands. Yeah. So. Let's try this real quick. Hold on a second. Um, oh, anyways. Uh, etiquette. Etiquette for guys who want to get photos with, uh, with cosplayers, uh, with other cosplayers, your arm does not go below the middle of the back. Yeah, you keep it. You keep it wrapped around shoulder blades. You don't fucking go for the hip or the waist. That's fucking weird and creepy. Word. Yeah. All right. Let's see if this person answers their phone. Let's see if this. I bet I got a fucking fuck you button again too because this person never answers their phone. <laughs> I don't think I'm well-loved. Is that my problem? Like, do people just not want to talk to me on the phone? I don't know. Oh, jeez. Your call has been forwarded to an automated messaging system. God. It's got to be me, right? I don't know. Maybe it's the time. It's only 9 o'clock. I don't know how late people answer their phones. I usually don't answer mine after like 8.30 unless it's an emergency. Mm. Well, what if this was an emergency? Uh, You'd call twice. I'm not calling Or leave a voicemail the first time. 
I call it twice. There was one day where I want to do this show where I get so drunk, I just call the exes on my fucking phone. That'd be fun. Right? Just like, listen, I've been drinking, but I'm also recording this. Why did you stop loving me? <laughs> what did I do? Uh, oh, fucking Hilton Louise, the zombie with a shotgun. I forgot I got their number on my phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get him on again soon. Uh, what's the difference between a promo code and a discount code? Yeah, yeah, we got to mention it. So we talked about that as we were at C2E2, and I want everyone to uh, know the difference as well. So for the longest time, we kept referring to FreakNet as a promotional code. And a lot of that had to do with, like, Dapper Ties and uh, BallWash.com. Because uh, when it comes to a promo code, uh, it's a promotional code that is given out to people to use the product for the first time. So if we were to say, hey, go to use the promo code FreakNet Studios or FreakNet at CarterComics.com, you'll save 10% on your order. That implies that it's a one-time use. And that's not the case here. Because we have an, we have an amazing agreement with CarterComics.com where we don't have a promo code. We have what is called a discount code. And that is an, that's a, an indefinite, an infinite amount of uses fucking code. I don't know how to, what's the proper way of saying it? Is it an indefinite amount of uses? Like how do, how do, how would I phrase that, Joe? Yeah, indefinite. Okay. That sounds right. Yeah. I think I was fine until I tried to use the word infinite. But I think mm. it's an in, infinitent, whatever. Uh, you can use the code over and over and over and over as many times as you fucking want. And it will work every single time. So if you guys are looking, to like, you know, stock up on some comics and you spend like, let's say $500 this month at CarterComics.com. Use that promo code. You're going to save yourself 50 bucks. So, you know, awesome. You just saved yourself 50 fucking dollars. Well, then, you know, maybe a couple months from now, you're like, hey, I got to add more comics to my collection. You go in, you buy $600 worth of comics. If you use the promo code, it will work. And then boom, instead of spending $600, you're going to spend $540. So nice. it, right, right. See, I'm doing that math in my fucking head. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think it, I think it pans out. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Yeah, it sounds right. Um, so it's a, it's a, it's a discount code. It's a code that you could use as many times as you want for as long as you want, as long as Carter Comics is a sponsor of our podcast. And we do so well, um, that I think, uh, I think this, this, this agreement, this relationship is going to last, you know, quite some time. So, um, we encourage you to use the code. Because it's not a one-time use, one-time only kind of thing. If you just want to buy one comic, I mean, they, they got comics for like 30, 40 bucks. If you want to buy one fucking comic, go ahead and pick up that $40 fucking comic. It's only going to cost you $26 at that point. And then maybe down the line, if you want to spend a little bit more, the promo code is still going to use. It's 10% on the entire cost of the order. So, you know, you know, spend the money, save the money, use the money to buy more comics. Heck yeah. Yeah, I think I explained that right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, before we wrap up, Joe, I want to run something by you, and I want to kind of get your feelings on this because it intrigues me when I heard about it. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, CDC guidelines were updated for COVID. Yeah. Have you heard about these? I haven't. I haven't heard a lot. I've heard a little bit. All right, so I want to see if I can look it up real quick because it was it was on a TikTok video. And I really don't want to fucking read the TikTok or I don't want to re- play the TikTok video over the uh, recording. 
I mean, yeah. I could. I don't think I'm fucking trademark it or some shit. I doubt the person who did the video is going to fucking find this or anything. But uh, one of the intriguing things that I found out about it, I was kind of confused by, is that, um, uh, you know what? Hold on a second. Let me try to do this real quick because I at least I know where it is if I do it this way. So give me one minute. Da, 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 da. You know, I got to stop watching fucking, like, like cleavage fucking girls on TikTok because all the videos I get now are just fucking sluts. <laughs> In the nicest way possible, of course, but yeah. they're all sluts. Okay. Uh, so they're talking about the COVID update. It happened uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, I really wish I could read this better. So uh, those exposed to the virus are no longer required to quarantine. Mm-hmm. So I think what that means, like, if you get the virus, you still got quarantine. But the thing is, if you come in contact with somebody who has the virus, you don't have to quarantine unless you get, uh, unless you show symptoms. That sounds right. Uh, it's no longer recommended to screen those without symptoms. So if you don't have symptoms, you no longer have to be required to be screened or temp checked or whatever the hell it is. Nice. Um, let's see, where the other thing? Students can stay in class after being exposed to the virus. So, again, if students are at home and their parents have COVID, as long as they're not showing symptoms, they're allowed to, to stay in school. And then the other one was unvaccinated people now have the same guidance as vaccinated people, which I never really thought that was a difference. Uh, but everyone seems, I honestly everyone, don't know. But everyone seems to make it so that's the biggest thing. It's like... Like, vaccinated, unvaccinated people, like, there was, like, no one was really, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember now, like, how the old guy lived, because, I mean, I only, I only hear about them, I don't really pay attention to them on a daily basis, but I don't think there was any, other than, other than getting the vaccinations, there was no, like, you're allowed to do something I wasn't. It was, it was just the convention stuff, right? Like, only certain places, like, hey, in order to get in here, you have to be vaccinated? I, I honestly don't know. I don't. I I'm not sure. Hmm. Yeah, but I just want to get your thought on uh, the new updates and everything because it kind of seems like we're we're yeah. We mentioned how the norm seems so far away, but now it seems like it's getting closer. Yeah, you know uh, that actually doesn't sound as bad as I feared. Um, yeah. Granted, I still uh, I I don't love how we've really just given up that kind of bums mm-hmm. me out um but beyond that i mean that's that seems about right i mean almost everybody's gotten it at this point um most likely anyway and uh um even if you are vaccinated or or if you're unvaccinated um we really we've 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 gotten to the point where it's it's treatable enough that almost nobody is dying from it uh, yeah. compared to compared to highs. You know, I mean, it's still um, it's still like, I don't know, a uh, thousand, couple thousand people a month or something like that. But that's, uh, you know, it didn't have to be this way, but it's not horrible compared to, to what it was when we were having like a 9-11 a day. Yeah. You know, Um yeah, I guess that's that's actually pretty reasonable. I was I was worried that they rolled it back even further yeah. than that. The only thing I don't love is um, 
they they did not they still haven't really required schools to like update their filtration systems. Mm-hmm. So I still don't love the fact that 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 students are going to be exposed a lot more easily. Um and especially now it sounds like even more easily because you know, they're kind of dropping all protections for for schools now. It sounds like. So Gotcha. But other than well, that, I don't know. It's yeah, it actually it actually doesn't sound that bad. Sounds about right. Well then, uh, why don't we why don't we bring back an old game we haven't played in a while? Uh, do a little quick segment of my Corona. Yeah, excellent. Uh, I'm gonna read these. Uh, I'm gonna read these uh, CDC guidelines that have been updated. Uh, we'll go uh, Corona light, saying that they're not taking it as serious as they should, or we'll do uh, Corona. What's the other one? Corona extra. Mm-hmm. So Corona Light, uh, they're not taking it as serious as they should. Corona Extra is they're taking it way too seriously. Or we'll go with the premiere where it's just perfect. Sound good? Yeah. Excellent. Continuing to promote the importance of being up to date with vaccinations to protect people against serious illness, hospitalization, and death. Protection provided by the current vaccine against symbiotic infection. Symptomatic infection. There we go. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no venom shit going on. Right. <laughs> uh, and transmission is less than the, uh, than that against severe disease and diminishes over time, especially against the currently circulating variants. For this reason, it is important that you stay up to date, especially as new vaccines become available. Updating its guidelines for people who are not up to date on COVID vaccines on what to do with exposure, but well, maybe I'm not reading the right thing. No, wait, here we go. Recommend that instead of quarantining, if you are exposed to COVID-19, you wear a high-quality mask for 10 days and get tested on day five. Oh, yeah, that seems uh, – this is just if you're exposed. You have no symptoms? All it says, yep, recommend that instead of quarantine, if you were exposed. Not, not showing symptoms, just exposed. Yeah, I, I think that's premier. I think that's fine. <clears throat> and, and I like that you're getting tested at, at five days. I think that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, because I think somewhere in here it says like the you're most you're most contagious on the on the first five days. Yeah. Uh reiterating that regardless of vaccination status, you should isolate from other, from others when you have COVID nineteen. You should also isolate if you are sick and suspect that you have COVID nineteen, but do not yet have the test results. If your results are positive, follow CDC's full isolation recommendations. If you are negative, you can end your isolation. Yeah, that seems. I th- I think that's that sounds premier to me. That sounds yeah. fine. Uh, recommending that if you test positive for COVID nineteen, you stay home for at least five days, isolate from others in your home. If you are likely more most infectious during you are yeah, blah, blah, I don't know why I made that sound like something else. You are likely most infectious during these first five days. Wear a high quality mask when you must be around others at home or in public. Yeah, I think that's fine. I I do wish that it came. I mean, obviously they don't have the power to do this, but I wish mm-hmm. it came with better sick days. Yeah, you know, guaranteed or or, or mandatory sick days on the on the part of uh, employers or whatever. So I, I guess on that part I might lean toward light, but otherwise, yeah, that's premier's fine. Yep. Uh, if after five days you are fever free for twenty four hours without the use of medication, and your symptoms are unproven. Or you are never, or you never had symptoms, you may end isolation after day five, which, uh, we agreed is fine. Regardless of when you end isolation, avoid being around people who are more likely to get sick from COVID-19 until at least day 11. 
Gotcha. That's, you know, on, on, in a perfect world, I think that that's premiere. I think that's fine. Um, I think we're in an imperfect world. And so you might not know who is, is more likely or less likely to get it from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so on, on that, on those grounds, I might go towards light. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, if, if you're not, if the data is showing that you're not really contagious after day five, then there's really no reason to continue to isolate at that point, as long as you're not showing any other symptoms and you don't have a fever. That seems reasonable. Uh, recommend that you had severe illness or have a weakened immune system. Consult your doctor before ending isolation. Ending isolation without a viral test. A lot of these seems like they're more just talking about quarantine. Yeah, this feels like common sense too. Like, yeah. If you're, if you're if you're at risk, yeah, to consult your doctor before you do things. That seems straightforward. From here. Yeah. Feels like common sense. <laughs> I've never been accused of having that, but. <laughs> so it seems it seems like the biggest thing that was that I think the biggest thing that has changed is that you don't have to worry about quarantining if you come in contact with somebody who has it unless you're showing symptoms. Yeah, it seems like that's the biggest change. Uh, yeah. Everything and, and and again, like a lot of this shit, it's not. It's still up to the discussion of like you know like business owners and stuff. Do you right. with a mask? I mean, a lot of C C2E, two uh, C2E2, they. They recommended the mask. They didn't make a requirement, but there were some panels that if you wanted to do interact with them, you had to wear a mask and everything. Yeah. Um, so as we move forward, uh, it seems like the norm is coming uh, around, which is exciting. Now we just got to make sure the uh, monkeypox doesn't become a big-ass thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. On that front, I, I do think that it's uh, – we're we're, we're – I, it feels so weird to say this, but we're kind of lucky that it seems to be hitting um, the gay community first. And normally I wouldn't say that, but like I'm, I'm saying this on, on like uh, I, I follow a few gay journalists and stuff who are who are talking about this and being like, no, you know, it is important. You, you've got to focus on on the communities that are getting it. And right now, this is the community that's getting it. Um, and I would say the, the good thing about it is, is that this is a group of people who are always getting tested. They're always making sure that their health is right. Um, you know, AIDS was such a big problem for so long that, that they've already, it's, it's a norm in the community to make sure that you're taking care of yourself and that you're isolating or protecting yourself and your partners. Um, so in some ways, I I think that, uh, there's, it, it seems unlikely that it will be as bad as, as COVID or as widespread um, simply because the community that it's in right now is not a community that's going to spread it uh, widely. So good news there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just looking it up and it says as of August 12th, there has been a total of 34,448 confirmed cases in over 82 countries. So compared to COVID, that's fucking nothing. Yeah. Which also I see that this has been a raw thing since fucking nineteen seventy. Yeah, we've had plenty of time to prepare, and it's uh, it's frankly very very wild that uh, that we just let our our stock of vaccine expire. <laughs> it's nuts. Perfect. It is nuts. We really really have our shit together, is what it seems like. Right. Uh, God. Excellent. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, what, what's what's so hard about just keeping precautionary shit around for you know? Right. Well, and especially when like that's the thing, like all, like one hundred percent of the of the world's like infectious disease doctors were like, oh yeah, the thing we have to watch out for is a a, um, a biological attack where somebody comes in and breaks a vial of super smallpox or whatever. And, uh, and, and suddenly the whole country's got smallpox and we all die. Like that's the mm-hmm. nightmare scenario that for years, that's what like gets referenced in, in books and movies and TV shows. And in spite of that, they've done nothing to prepare. And it's just like, like, guys, this is why no one trusts you. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like, okay. So there's, um, there's a place, and I can't remember what you you might know exactly what I'm talking about as I describe it. But there's a place in the world that has every single plant stored underground, right? Yeah, it's uh, I believe it's uh, in Norway. Norway, okay. I kept thinking like Sweden or Switzerland or some shit, but Norway sounds right. Yeah, it, it might be. I mean, I I think it's Norway. It could be Sweden. It's it's one of right. the the far northern Scandinavian countries. Yeah. Well, don't you think that they should have a place somewhere where they store every single vaccination or some shit? Just to have it in case. Yeah, you'd think. You'd think. You think there's a place where they like, like it's called like the ark where they store like every single kind of animal. I don't know. Should I think they were. I think they were talking about doing that. Something Should similar. You know, I thought about the other day, and we we could wrap, oh, we'll wrap up the show after this. I had this yeah. mind. I had this thought. Um, <clears throat> household pets. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a wild hamster? I haven't. I know that they exist, but I have not seen one. Right. Like, I know there's prairie dogs. That's pretty mm-hmm. damn close. But, like, a guinea pig, a gerbil, a hamster. Mm-hmm. Like, where the fuck do those things come from where they could be, like, considered wild animals? Yeah. Uh, guinea pigs are South American. I know that. What? Are they really? Yep. Yeah, they're uh they're actually they're like chickens in Peru. They uh that's where they 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 existed in the wild but then they were bred to be basically food stock for Peruvian cooks. Hmm. Oh, life spare hamsters only one to two years. Yeah. Nice. I'd I'd eat a guinea pig, I think. If it was prepared You'd well. Eat a guinea pig? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Uh, I mean if it was like an, if it was served to me or I could order it at a restaurant. I give it a shot. Ah, oh, you fucking monster. <laughs> what the fuck? I need a guinea pig. There are 26 different species of hamsters living in the wild around the world, although not always in huge numbers. The Syrian hamster, which is often referred to as the teddy bear hamster, is probably the one most of us are familiar with. There aren't a huge number of Syrian hamsters living in the world today, but they are still there along with the hamster cousins who live in several locations across the world. The wild hamsters of Syria. To protect them from the heat, Syrian hamsters have very deep burrows, sometimes the burrow as far as a as ten meters. It's wow. not just in your home that a Syrian hamster needs to be by itself. They happens to be the wild too. Each hamster has its own burrow and territory, and they get a they get very angry if another hamster tries to take over their ground. Wild Syrian hamsters are listed as vulnerable due to their reduced numbers. Hmm. God. 
We gotta do a show on hamsters. We just gotta do a show on that one fucking actor too. Oh man, ideas. Mm-hmm. Uh but in the meantime, Joe, what are you freaking thinking about? I am freaking thinking about the Sandman on Netflix. Um it is a it's a new show. I think it dropped like a few days ago. Maybe a, maybe a week ago, something like that. But it's uh it's based off of a series a graphic novel series of the same name yeah. from uh Neil Gaiman, um who did Good Omens and uh American Gods and a few other a few other things. He's really well known, really popular author. Um but uh great show, really enjoying it on Netflix. It's a, the concept is it, it follows uh, the king of dreams as he does things, um, and it's it's fun. It's a, a it's just it's a, it's a really enjoyable show, and it does it's really well told and really well shot. And one thing I didn't know is that it's part of the DC universe. Um, so like John Constantine is in it in the book in the in the comic books, but uh, they've. They've swapped her, uh, swapped him for uh, a female version, a gender bent version, um, in this. And so Jenna Coleman plays Johanna, or Joanna Constantine, and um, she's excellent in it. I really like Jenna Coleman. She was in Doctor Who. Um, she also, I believe, played the Queen in The Crown recently. Um, really? Okay. Yeah, I, I think that was her. But yeah, it's a it's a good show. We we really enjoyed it. It's only ten episodes. Um, we've got two more, but, uh, it's, it's been fun. So I, uh, I recommend it. The Sandman. What about you? What are you freaking thinking about? Uh, actually, uh, I've been thinking about this article. I actually wanted to talk to you about it, uh, on this show. And I guess it's going to be my freaking thinking about topic. Um, I read this article, uh, stated, uh, Duncan Worker takes customers pay it forward money and keeps it as a tip. And uh apparently that's a very common thing that's actually happening with the pay it forward stuff. Hmm. So uh I decided that uh I'm never gonna do that again. What is the I don't even know what's what's what is the pay it forward thing a real thing even? Yeah. You never done that or had that done to you? Mm-mm. You know what it is, right? No. Oh. You get a cup of coffee, you say, Hey, I wanna pay for the person behind me. Oh, okay. Like, uh, uh, as you're going through the drive-through or whatever. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Gotcha. Or like you get to you get to the drive-through, they hand you your coffee, and like, oh, the person in front of you paid for paid for yours, and you're like, oh, okay, well, I like to pay for the person behind me. Oh, gotcha. Uh, nice. Usually, a lot of people like they'll just give cash and stuff. Like, hey, just put this towards the next person's like, you know, uh, thing. And I've done that a couple times where like. I'll go through drive through and my bill will be like 16 whatever, and I'll give them a 20. I'm like, just take the change and put it to the person next to me and stuff like that. Oh, well, nice. apparently, so, like, apparently a lot of people who are doing that, the employees of these restaurants are keeping the money. Yeah, all right. I, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> you don't have a problem with the person keeping the money? No. Well, it's stealing. I mean... No, it's still being paid forward. It's just being paid towards somebody's bills instead of uh, a person who doesn't need it uh, having their coffee paid for. It's stealing, Joe. I don't believe in stealing. So what do you mean you don't, what do you mean you don't believe in? Well, stealing? I don't. I don't. I don't believe in stealing in in this instance. 
But it's, it's stealing. stealing. No, it's, it's not. It's Harbison stealing. I mean, once you've given them the money, it's it's not like they put it into the system right away. They put it in their pocket, Joe. Yeah. It's stealing. From who? Who are they stealing from? From the guy who gave them the money for a specific reason. It's not like I, I mean, it's, it's not like the guy you know w- went to the window and said, "Oh, sixteen forty-four said here's a twenty, keep the change." Yeah, keep the money because he told you to keep the change. But when he says, "Oh, give it for this," and then they keep I just, it, I, no, that's, that's I just stealing. I just don't see it as stealing. I just don't see it as stealing. You've you've given them cash. Yeah, it's unmarked and it's in yeah. their hands to do with what they will. Now that they have it, possession is nine tenths of the law. So they, they have it in their hands, and so they don't have to do that. That's it's me, a suggestion at that point. All right, let me ask you this question and see if we agree on this at least. If I pulled up to a drive-thru and my yes. bill was $10, and I said, how yes. much is the person behind me? And they said eight seventy-five, and I gave them a 20. I said, cool, I want to pay for mine and them. And she said, okay, and I said, keep the change. And I drove away, and that next car pulled up, and they still charged them. Is that stealing? I don't. I don't think so. That's 100% stealing. I don't think so. If I was to pay for mine and the person behind me, knowing that I'm giving them a total amount for both, and then they just charged mine, kept all that money, and then that next person pulled up and charged them for theirs, then they just stole from me. They didn't because you gave them the money, and then they chose to do with it what they wanted to do with it. They chose to steal it because instead of paying for the person behind me, like I said they should have, they did it. Yeah, like they, like you said they should have. Yeah, but they didn't, so it's stealing. I disagree. Oh, you're nuts, Joe. Oh, you're nuts. Did, did the person behind you know that you were paying for them? Well, no, that's not the whole concept of paying it forward. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But they, they didn't know that they, they were being paid for. Yeah. And so it doesn't affect their life in any way. You still feel like you did something good for somebody. And probably you did more good than you would have done by paying for food that somebody else ordered, uh, knowing that they could pay for it. Because probably working at Dunkin' Donuts, you're not making enough to pay your rent or feed yourself or both. And so you probably helped somebody keep their lights on. Rather than uh, feeding somebody who didn't need to have their meal paid for, Joe, if I, I think you've, keep, actually, if, you've actually done more good by having been "quote unquote" stolen from than uh, than you would have done by paying it forward. If I went to your church and I took money out of the offering plate because I needed to pay my bills, is that stealing? No. If I took the money in the offering plate, that's not stealing. It's not my money. What's the money for the church? And what is the purpose of the church? I honestly don't know what churches do with money. It's to serve people. And so I, I think if you if you need the money that badly and you take it, that's – it does not bother me. It would probably bother some of my congregants, but – What if I took I, that money – what if I took that money just to go out drinking? Who am I to judge? But, I mean, is it still justified to take the money if I just need money to go out and enjoy the night? I don't know what you're doing with it, so I don't care. That's between you and God. If you're not comfortable doing it, that's your problem. 
I'm not saying I wouldn't be comfortable doing it, but I'm going to tell you right now, if somebody had, a, if somebody took somebody $7, I bet they're not going to put, uh, put it towards ComEd. I mean, I don't know. Oh, Joe, you're crazy, man. Maybe maybe God. they would be able to buy lunch you're, with it. And then... you're, one of, you're one of those fucking people that thought Robin Hood was a good guy, don't you? He was a good guy. Robin Hood was a good guy. He stole from the rich and gave to the poor. Yeah, man. Which technically was stealing. He's a criminal, but uh, he did it for the right reasons, I guess. Right? I don't know, Joe. The, 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 if, if you're not, if, if I if I give somebody money to pay for somebody behind me and they don't do it, it's stealing, man. I I understand you feel that way, and I I can I can see why you feel that way. I just don't feel the same. I mean, in that in that the, the definition of stealing is, I don't I don't know that I have a good definition for stealing, to be honest. I'm looking it up right now because now I'm curious. Uh, the yeah. action or offense of taking another person's property without permission or legal right and without intending to return it, theft. So let's look up theft. The action of the action or crime of stealing. Oh, well, that's just <laughs> that's circular. <laughs> <laughs> Larceny, the theft of personal property. No, that's not it. Pilfering. <laughs> Stealing typically things of relative little value. Okay, so they're pilfering me. They're a pilfer. I won't go with stealing. Pilfer. <laughs> they're a pilfer. Anyways. Oh, well, that. that's there. That, that's that's specific enough and odd enough and and small enough in denomination. Yeah. All out. Yeah. Well, just to everyone out there in the world, don't steal from a fucking church. That's just rude. Yeah, please yeah. don't. I mean, I appreciate yeah. that, but. You know, yeah. but if you really need it, uh, who am I? Also, most of my people give stuff in checks, so you're not going to get very far. True that. So, oh yeah. Hey Joe. Yeah. Every week, our listeners could uh, catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But uh, if an hour of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough, and they'd like to steal more time from you, uh, where can they go? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Yeah. And you mentioned GCL.Ninja does work again. It does work again, although we don't uh, – our, our our new episodes do not go there. It's all our old episodes. Mm, so that's more of the archives now. Yeah, at this point. Nice, nice. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching this freaking show. And uh, catch our shows when they are released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean, just by searching this freaking show. If you're a content creator out there and you want to come on our show and talk to us about what you do, please feel free to reach out to us at thisfreakingshow at yahoo.com or go to thisfreakingshow.com. Go to the uh, submission uh, section, the contact us section, and send us uh, a message on what you uh, what you do, who uh, who you are, and uh, we'll set something up to have you on here. Don't forget to check out Freaknet Studios on YouTube. Uh, we have all our uh, available videos there, plus the uh, Haunted Cemetery Tours of Indiana that will be releasing throughout the uh, entire month of October as we bring back this freaky show uh, for Halloween. Oh. <sighs> If I didn't stutter, it'd be like it was written out for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Joe, I don't think I, I think that's everything. I think so too. 
trying to remember, make sure I don't forget anything, but I don't think I really will. Freak Nut Studios, you know, follow it on the YouTube, hit the notification bell, shit like that. Hey guys, if you have any ideas on what videos you want me and Cartoon Joe to do, please let us know. Uh, just not fish sandwiches. Yeah, still, we're done with still, those. Yeah, still can't have one. Still not there. Done with those. I would, uh, yeah. Um, Portillo's has veggie dogs now. Oh, they do. No kidding. Yeah. Maybe we do another round of Portillo's. Try different things. Yeah, I'd do that. Or, uh, I mean, not that I'm like pushing for plant-based stuff, but I just, there's lots of new plant-based stuff out there. Maybe, maybe we should try plant-based stuff and see how good it is. Okay. Tell tell me if you agree to this. Yeah. Let's get the plant-based stuff and the real thing and see if we can tell the difference. Ooh, yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. We'll get somebody, we'll get someone to hand us some and we have to decide if it's plant-based or real. Because I still tell you, that impossible whopper, you could probably tell a little bit. But it's not that far off. It is really close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But actually, you know, I, I don't mind plant-based stuff. I, I mean, fucking, like, when I went to Denny's once in a while back in the day, I I get the Boca Brinker once in a while because it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. my big thing is yeah. just, uh, uh, if it if it tastes close enough, that's fine, but I don't like things pretending to be what they're not. Yeah, fuck tofu. But. <laughs> I yeah. will not eat, I will not eat a tofurkey. Mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> uh, Oh, guys, if you have any ideas for shows, reach out to us, let us know, because we love doing shit, and we want to do more for you. And the best way for us to do things for you is for you to tell us what you want to see. So, that's all I got, guys. As always, I am Travis Steve. And I am Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out. <laughs>